Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Welcome to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. Seeking the truth, exposing the lies. Remember, together, we are unstoppable. Keep on digging. Exactly what these politicians do. Look, it's I have to feed my family, so I have to manipulate yours. And that's a whole. Humans are the only life form in this universe that chooses to pay attention. Like, this is so simple. But people have to collectively, universally get on the same page in order to do anything together. Peace. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was. Yeah. That's thank you so much for, for playing. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, I think that uh, one thing that I've been learning as of late, as I'm learning about uh, West African culture and trying to understand a little bit more about like what was happening before the Americas, um, as, it, as it is meaning colonization and um, currency or, or money uh, exchange of something has always been with us as a species. It's, it's never been, uh, whether it's us um, uh, taking from uh, the, the, the um, like eating, getting food, you know, berries, fruits, whatever, um, the hunting, uh, we always still give back one way or the other. There's always an exchange. When we die, we become fertilizer in the ground and it just continues a cycle. So uh, all of that has value. And with human beings, we've learned to, all, to also put value um, on other things like cowrie shells used to be a form of currency before we had gold and um, we started using gold and silver and bronze and all this other stuff for us to value to make us a, 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 a form of, of currency. And so I don't think that it's so much a choice or it is a force that it is just such a this is just a natural way of us being able to trade, um, exchange. Uh, exchange. Oh. oh. Sounding kind of rough there, uh, Dave. What's that? I'm, I'm, we're hearing a, a loud, booming uh, voice. Is it yours? No, that's strange. I just put my... Oh, there might have been something weird. I put my finger over the volume so that I could... Uh, I'm, I'm editing a podcast right now, so I needed to record one second of silence, and I put my thumb over my volume, so that might have been it. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, so I, I think that that's, like, it being there is something in being realistic about uh, our, our existence and how we, um, um, you know, how we get along in life. I, I think that sometimes what happens... Um, and my husband's, I think he's guilty of this because he's would be as per, he's a prescribed, he calls himself a hippie. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm for it. Um, but there is a, there is a reality that there will always be people who want more. Um, there'll be people who are content with what they have and there'll be people who don't have. And, um, in the midst of that is us trying to figure out a way to have some balance. And there, I don't think there's ever going to be a, a world where, we don't have some kind of transaction or exchange of something. Um, I think right now what we're trying to address to a certain degree is what is what who who continues to perpetuate the greed um, that is taking from so many people, putting people in such desperate situations that it's making it easy for someone to use an agenda to use propaganda 
to continue to divide people by really silly, very silly things, silly things that turn into violent things um, or turn into violence. And, and, and that's, as I go back earlier in saying that if we understand our weaknesses um, and we also understand that exchanging things don't have to be a negative thing, then we don't have these situations where people continue to keep leveraging those weaknesses and leveraging their, what they have in, a, I guess you could say in abundance, whether it's by lying, stealing, and killing, um, over us. Yeah, exactly. The barter system is still an exchange of goods and or goods or services, right? So if I'm good at building stuff and you're going a bunch of tomatoes, I'll build you something and you give me some tomatoes. Mm-hmm. We just have to choose. We can choose that. We can choose to say I don't want to use current, uh, you know, physical do- dollars anymore. Um, this actually happened during the 2008 crash. You know, people were starting to. Uh, I'll mow your lawn and you do, I don't know, whatever, watch my kids or something like that. And no money transaction. It was just simply here, I'll do something for you. You do something for me. Um, and the millennials, you know, was, were, were sort of, that was sort of an emerging thing within millennials. And you see a lot of that sort of like sharing within like millennials um, as a generation too. Um, so it's, it's there. It's just, you know, we go, we go back to greedy people. Some people want to be a part of the, the top 1% or top 2% or 5% and they'll do anything to be a part of that. And those are people that we need to be able to get to a place where we're not fighting over things that I, fighting over resources that I think the world actually does provide us to have. I don't, I don't believe in scarcity. I don't believe that we don't have enough. I believe that that somebody's telling us that we don't have enough so that we can keep fighting over what they, you know, whatever scraps they keep telling us is there. Absolutely. And, and, you know, just to chime in to what um, Cassandra said, you know, ultimately, I think a lot of us would like to, I call myself a short haired hippie that showers a lot um, and doesn't like the smell of patchouli and doesn't (laughs) like the Grateful Dead. But anyway, um, I think a lot of us would like to live in a utopian society. You know, Burning Man exists kind of like that. There's even class structure at Burning Man. Some people show up in these baller RVs and other people have tents. So it exists everywhere. But, um, you know, this idea that we're the only, you know, animal that pays for housing. Well, yeah, we're the only animal that wears clothes, too, you know. And, you know, when I was younger, I might have liked to run around naked, but now nobody wants to see that. So, you know, but she acted like we could just flip a light switch and be there. And I think that's what we're doing with this conversation and conversations like this is helping people to try to think about alternative ways of being. And how we got to where we are at this moment, right? Yeah. So let me ask you guys a question, um, just to kind of tie everything up a little bit, because it is getting late. Um, yeah. We can continue this conversation, but I might have to hop off at some point here soon. Oh, we can wrap up. Um, so, you know, given that like culture is so, um, it's so important, you know, into in to who a person is. You know what I mean? Like that's. It's something that uh, people identify. It's something that people hold so tightly and so dearly to them. Um, how do we start to to repair the divide that is occurring in America between all these different cultures and subsets of cultures? Um, how do we get to a point where um, you know it's not basically tearing apart our democracy? 
personally, I think you go back to the origins, which is we're all Americans, right? And, and, and what does that mean to me? It means that we have the fundamental right to choose what we do as long as we're not hurting other people. And we allow other people that same exact right as long as it doesn't harm us. And if what you're doing doesn't harm me or affect me negatively, why should I care what you're doing? Right. That's the fundamental freedom that that this country was founded on, you know, that and religious persecution. You know, the founding fathers fled because they were being persecuted religiously. So how can religious people then persecute and demand? Right. You see the irony and the hypocrisy there. So I think if we get back to our core values of what unites us all and lose the petty divisions. Right. You be you. You do you. And I don't need to worry about that unless it's affecting me or my family, right? But has it ever really ever been like that, though, right? Like, no. I think, yeah, you know I mean, like, I, I, that's what I'm, that's like, I understand what you're saying. And I totally agree. Like, if we can get to that point, I think that'd be great. But like, that's the question then. How do we get to that point? How do we get people to, uh, you know, start talking and being able to have conversations like, like we are doing right now? And, uh, you know what how do we get people to to open up to uh dialogue right like there are so many people on the the one side of the let's just use abortion for example right there's so many people on one side of the the argument that say oh you know well abortion is killing babies and i don't you know how do you convince somebody you know how do you convince somebody like that to uh sit down and have a, a conversation with with you so that you know well, i would say it's just the simple fundamental right of of personal civil liberties and personal personal freedoms you know you can have all your feelings but as soon as you start trying to tell somebody else how to live then that's where it crosses the line right you can have your feelings and not agree with it fine don't do it urge your partner not to do it fine when it comes to me or my partner please keep your mouth shut and please you know don't be throwing bombs at abortion clinics and don't be protesting in front because it's a horrific experience enough as it is Uh, Sebastian or the looking glass, I'll throw, uh, throw the same question out to you guys. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of, uh, you know, issues, uh, but what about some solutions? What, what are some solutions that you guys, uh, have? Uh, you go looking glass? Yeah. Um, so I, it's, it's sort of a basic, it, it all, to me, always is going to go back to people's character. Yeah. I think if we get to the root of character, then we get to the root of, uh, people demanding to have, uh, their views as being the more supreme view. And that, and that cuts across anything that cuts across, uh, you know, women who maybe believe that men should all die, that, that, that's a supreme way of thinking or a supremacy way of thinking, or people that believe that if you believe in one, a different religion that, you know, you'll need to die. That's religious supremacy. Like there's that, but, um, getting to like the, the specifics of it, um, I think, if we had more patience and understanding for not only ourselves, but for other people, then we could get to a place of being able to listen to each other more. I think if we resisted arrogance and ignorance and pride, which, which stops us from listening to other people. Um, and then even when we listen to other people, we don't have to take things that everybody says as like an attack or a threat um, that, you know, we, that we're going to lose our own ability to think. 
that but we do need to be able to push uh push back or walk away from when people are when we see when we when we listen to the people uh, who have who sound like they are parroting propaganda and so don't be dismissive of people who are parroting propaganda just listen to it and understand that that person is a person that has been used they're they're not aware of their own weaknesses and they have been leveraged and so now we have to be patient with them too just like i'm asking for us to be patient with ourselves and i think that's how we solve it's inner like that's something that we have to do on inside all the time um oh i was gonna say hello to mrs uh smitty is joining us hello does it sound better on my end now i'm sorry about that hey there lady hello um i'm not sure did you have uh, before I pass it off here to uh, Sebastian, uh, did you have, I don't know how long you've been listening, uh, but what, do you have any thoughts or did you hear any comments or something that were made that you? Uh, I have, I have like many to... thoughts, many, many thoughts, but uh, nothing particularly jumps out at me right now. I have been listening for probably like uh, 40 minutes or an hour or something like that. But um, I'm also sort of preparing some information for an upcoming talk of mine. So um, I'll just hang back and I'll rest assured you'll hear from me when I have something to say. How about that? Fair, fair enough, Mrs. Smith. Okay, cool. Uh, Seb- Sebastian, what about you, brother? I don't think that in the uh, current like superstructure that there is a solution to this. I think we've gone too far <laughs> into this uh this new like i guess uh age of misinformation age of the culture war uh i i don't i just don't see uh uh, i mean i i i think that this will be followed up with violence i think it'll be uh like i said a revolutionary situation and i think you know uh the the right-wing reactionaries the 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 these people who for some reason uh really believe genuinely that they're going to win out on this i think history has proven time and time again we only ever move forward like when we move back that's a temporary thing we move forward and then we establish this new standard and i think that's what's going to happen uh eventually i don't know like i said i don't know if this is something that's going to happen in five years or 50 years but it's like we all have a basic understanding the vast majority of us have a basic understanding that like a woman's right to choose make healthcare choices uh is a basic human right uh, on a global scale but we we haven't made this a thing that is uh un- uncontestable and i think that's the next step whatever the new system is going to look like it's going to establish these basic norms that we're just going to uh accept or learn to accept going forward um, but I just don't see, I, I don't see us with, with, with the 24 hour news cycle, with, uh, with social media, with, um, uh, just the absolute insane rhetoric that we hear all the time, constantly with the celebrity politicians, with the, um, I mean, all of it, all, all, all of this is, is just, I, there is no fixing this. It's, this is over. The system is just holding on by a thread and is using, uh, it's using like new, like 
dynamics, new, new, uh, or rather they're old dynamics, they're old dynamics, but they're being revitalized in an extreme way, uh, to, to keep people buying their brands of cigarettes, basically (laughs) to use an analogy from earlier. Um, I, I think, I think that things need to change fundamentally in our politics. And I think the, the thing, the way things are structured now, the way the rules are, uh, advantage some people over other people, those, this thing is like all just really too top heavy. And these things, uh, are, you know, it's, it's really hard to reverse things like citizens United. It's hard to contest that when you've just pumped money permanently through this throughout the system you've made politicians dependent on uh billionaire donations i i just i don't see them having a vested interest in reversing that that's exactly why you see the same people from 40 years ago are here today doing the same job in their in their offices it's 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 not something that I don't think I don't I just don't think it's fixable by sitting down and having a conversation with someone who is way too deep into their their beliefs. I think it will manifest in some kind of violence or some kind of tur- like turbulent economic situation that will eventually lead to maybe general strikes or, as the article suggested, possibly civil war. Um. Yeah, it really feels like we're at a tipping point, doesn't it? Like, you know, we have Roe v. Wade, which is like the cornerstone of a lot of other legislation uh, that that is now at, at, at or uh, you know, a lot of basic basic human rights that are that are now at risk because of, of Roe v. Wade being overturned. Um, you know, where we go from here, I, I think, is is really up to how open people are to um, being honest and open with themselves, right? Like, I think a lot of the, you know, more we want oh, to talk Hogan breaking up? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was just me. I thought yeah. it was just me, hey. too. You're, hoping you're breaking up. Culture war with like CRT and stuff. I think we're seeing this. Oh no! You're breaking up, Captain. You're in the matrix. Reconnecting. Yeah, let him reconnect. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's. Oh, here he is. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, yes, he's back. He sounds great. Okay, awesome. All right. Um, oh, that's weird. It said another device was trying to connect. I'm gonna have to. What? Very strange. Um, it's very strange. Maybe I'm being hacked. I don't know. Speaking I of the CIA. I, I, what? Speaking of the CIA, but um. <laughs> um, you know, I I don't even know where I was talking. I I don't even know where I was at that point. I don't know where what was happening. Uh, what? Where was I? We you just mentioned something about human race theory. Yeah. What what did you say? I would just start from the beginning because you basically started breaking up as soon as you started talking. Oh no. Oh no. Uh (laughs) (laughs) well it's gone. Um sorry about that. Um no, I think uh it feels like we're really at a at a, a uh 
we're really at the at tipping point now, right? It could go either way because we've seen, uh, you know, Roe v. Wade fall, which was, uh, you know, the anchor that that basically held up a lot of other um, legislation that protected that protects human right, basic human rights. Um, so where we go from here is is really is really up in the air. I, I don't know. I, I think I, I, I hope it doesn't escalate to violence. I certainly hope that we can uh, that uh, cooler heads would prevail and we can, you know, somehow figure out a way to get past all of this and at least talk, start talking about these issues and figuring out ways to come to some sort of solutions. Um, I believe a vast majority of people are good people, right? Like I think, um, I, I think given the fact that, you know, we, uh, we have a, a society that is for the most part uh, safe, right. And, and law abiding. Um, I'm not saying that, but um Sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm I'm uh I'm losing it here, guys. But uh, <laughs> and, and, and like just having to like repeat everything that I was, I was just saying. I was on a roll, and then I just sorry about that. Were you uh, closing gonna... your eyes while you were talking? What? Were your eyes be, like closing while you were talking? A little bit. <laughs> I can uh, relate. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but you you were saying something about a tipping point. Um. Uh, that that is what the article was talking about too. Is that we're uh, there's a part of me that wants to believe that that's that will happen, but not everybody will be uh, involved in that. Just the people who want to 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 let the point tip, the people who want to um, engage in um, violence with one another. Um, I think for the rest of the people who won't be engaging in the violence, that um, they'll will just be here to pick up whatever pieces are left to hopefully clean up and and get us on a track that makes sense for as many people as possible because right now as you said it, it, it this what we're doing right now is not sustainable um and with all the um what do you call it um what are we in right now the um not the recession because they're not calling it that yet but the um what is it we're calling inflation um, mm -hmm. I think that's going to start exacerbating. I think that's probably what's going to tip it over is because people are going to start blaming people and they're going to let the politicians tell them who the enemy is, all this other nonsense and not tell the truth, which is, hey, last year, everybody, remember we were getting stimulus checks for like, I don't know, the whole year? Um, what did y'all think was going to happen after that? <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, it's, I think it's up to people who, am I having an echo? Is it me? Uh-oh. Let I me, guess it got me. Yeah, I think so. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put myself back on mute here. And <laughs> oh, maybe it's okay now. I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that for as until it, until it gets bad, or it gets to this worst part, I think we still do have to uh, challenge ourselves in these conversations. But I do think I do challenge everyone that you know when we are talking to people who are triggering. Um, and I have to do this myself sometimes too, um, is to try to find an angle that, that maybe not, may not necessarily get, uh, reach them, but at least gives a perspective for other people to be able to, to hear and to listen to, or to read 
that is counter to what someone's saying so that it gives other people an opportunity to see that not everybody is ready to pull the trigger. Not everybody wants to fight. Um, many of us want to be able to work out the problems that we have. Um, but we just have to be careful to not let politicians continue to influence us to think that we really need to be fighting each other when we, when we don't. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So I guess, uh, I, you did kind of, uh, remind me of something. I think, uh, you know, where we go from here is going to determine if, you know, if people can approach situations, uh, with an open mind and being, you know, being willing to be humble and understand that we don't understand everything, right? Like the only way that I can ever understand what it is to, to, you know, be who you are and, you know, know your story is to sit down and listen to you. Yeah. I mean, and understand how you got to be the person you are. And, you know, that's something that, we we all you know we we look at change as something that we that that on this grand scale um that you know you know it, it seems overwhelming like we're never going to be able to do it right but i think when you look at you know things from like just just on a, a smaller scale like how you can affect change and you know uh, approaching situations you know where you know you're not always going to agree with somebody right and some some people are going to piss you off um, but how you respond, I think, is going to be really telling, right? Like, I think we, we oftentimes when we hear people that that with views that can, you know conflict with ours, uh, we tend to respond, you know, especially uh, when it comes to things with like religion and stuff like that. We either tend to uh, shut down the conversation, or um, you know, we we tie our th- tie ourselves too. We anchor ourselves too closely to these things, and I think. Um, it doesn't allow us to see things very clearly. And we tend to then in our research, uh, search for things that, that confirm our biases rather than um, challenge our beliefs. Mm-hmm. And if we can get to a point in society where we can start looking at our, looking at ourselves, honestly, right? Like I, you look at, you know, I, I hesitate to, to blame media and all this because really, you know, if there is no buyer, right, in a capitalist in a, in a capitalist system, if there is no demand for something, they're not gonna they're not gonna make it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if we weren't so, uh, you know, obsessed with with sensationalist journalism and stuff like that, like it wouldn't be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. The only reason it's a thing is because we we are we 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 crave it, right? We we mm-hmm. look for it, we seek it. Um, you know, so I think we need to hold ourselves accountable and just maybe, you know, not only as a society, but as individuals, we just need to hold ourselves better accountable uh, for what we're consuming, uh, you know, our own behaviors. And, uh, you know, I think if we can if we can break it down like that, I think if everybody focused on themselves and then, you know, at this, in, in turn, um, you know, focused more on um uh, showing the empathy and compassion that we want in the world i think we will you know we can get there i i don't know though i don't know if that's realistic it might just that might be that might be too idealistic i don't know uh sebastian it it might just it might head down the road you're talking about and i hope i hope it doesn't but you know who knows can i just put a silver lining in this is that we're we are all like before, I don't know, 
there was a time when we were none of us were being would have been able to be in a, a, a room to, uh, together, of course, by way of our phones. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's promising. I, I've I feel like being on stereo, talking to other people on stereo, almost I don't I don't get to travel, but it's a way for me to travel. It's a way for all of us to travel without having to you know get on a plane or get in our car or whatever. And so, what's already promising to me is that we were consider quote-unquote regular people having conversations that many people are afraid to have or don't know how to have but we're at least doing it in a way that I think will allow people who do listen or want to partake on learning how to be a part of that and doing it in a way that's respectful and that at the end we might even change our minds I almost I actually uh I get really excited when I go and I reflect and then I'm like, you know, I don't think like that. I don't believe what I believed maybe two weeks ago about what I thought, you know, what I had understood something before, which means that I feel good about the fact that I'm learning and I've allowed myself to be humble enough to learn, even if at, at first I might have been, you know, arrogant or maybe um, stubborn or maybe whatever. But at least I, we all put ourselves um, in in circumstances that's allowing us to be able to grow. So. Maybe it hasn't spread like a wildfire yet because, and I say this because I have not really been in other circles to hear how other people are talking about it. But, but I, this is a really great example to me of that hope and that promise that, yes, even if it gets to that point, as it has always gotten to this point, we've always had battles and war. We've always had that. But I feel good knowing that we're, we're putting ourselves in a position to be capable of being on the other side of it if it does happen and being able to talk through all of it as it is happening. So that to me is, um, is a silver lining. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and that's kind of like, that. that's really like uh, encouraging uh, to hear uh, because I, I have the same sentiments. Like I think, this just stereo alone like is just a small you know it's it's a small part of like a bigger bigger picture right like Mm -hmm. this is like a you know it it shows the fact that technology uh can work and it can bring people together and it can bring ideas and and start movements um but we need to learn how to use it responsibly we need to learn how to uh get back to thinking critically and not believing the first thing that we read on Google that we searched, right? Because that tends to be the thing that we're looking for, right? Um, You know, technology is amazing. And and I think too many people, you know, I think there, there are some people uh, that, that have uh, profited, that that are, that have commoditized it, you know, or uh, sorry. um, Yeah. And, uh, you know, are seeking to cause chaos and, and conf- cause conflict to profit off of it because that's really what's what drives social media and stuff like that. It's competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we use it, um, you know, if we hold ourselves accountable and use it to to its, a, you know, fullest capacity, right? We haven't even touched, uh, we haven't even come close to scratching the surface of, of, what, the, of what the internet and technology is capable of. Um, you know, if we can get to that point where we can, like, you know, learn to think critically, and when we read something, uh, you know, seek the truth. Don't just don't seek uh, what we what we're looking for. Like, I think I think we can, uh, you know, 
our society can press board. I think, I think the internet holds the key. Mm-hmm. I do. I mm-hmm. think the internet and I think technology hold the key to advancing society, but we just need to develop the capabilities to use it uh, properly. It's mm-hmm. a tool, you know, like anything else. Um, sorry, I rambled a little bit there. Um, do we want to play these messages? Oh, sure. Here? Let's do it. All right. My Fox. The way we get everybody to the table, I want to say it's simple, and it probably is. There's this thing that I haven't thought of yet that convinces and shows everybody that, sure, we're black, white, we're Asian, we're uh, Hindu, we're fucking Muslim, we're Christian, we're whatever sub-fucking labels and fuck labels. We're humans first, and as soon as we all become one, we win. Like, it, it's really, it's that simple. As soon as we all put down the labels and join forces, knowing all our differences and thinking that's beautiful, that's when we win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Go sit on a mountain and take some mushrooms, people. Adults that. only, of course. <laughs> or sit on your couch. Or sit on your couch and take mushrooms. I don't know about a mountain. That might be a little dangerous for some people. <laughs> We are all alone. Oh yeah, and we gotta get rid of the negative shit. Like people are really ingrained with their I like to call it what is itis. Um we see how shitty today is and <laughs> for lack of a better terminology at this late at night. We see how shitty the day is, and we regurgitate the same shit tomorrow because we have what is itis? We can only see what's happening right now. Like, if we had your kids' fucking imagination, man, instant manifestors. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. When you said mountain, it sounds like you was, might be on a mountainside, so. <laughs> all, he needs, like, all, he needs is, all he needs is the mushrooms now. So, um, anyway, let's get to uh, more Mindbox. The apocalypse, the golden age, whatever your people call it, <laughs> it doesn't happen on X day at X time. It's not marked on your calendar. It's when we come together as one, no labels, all the flaws, and I mean, it's always been in the Constitution. It's the very first line. We the fucking people. Come on, people. It takes all of us. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. You must be the change that you want to see in the world. Don't pay attention to what the world looks like. Be the change you want to see. And then people will be like, how do you get like that? How you got all this dope life and you you feel no anxiety and mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, well, here, here you go. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, speaking truth, dropping truth bombs. Mm-hmm. Mind fuck. The first time I ever took acid, fuck, this was 30 years ago. <laughs> oh, we sat and solved the world's problems, man. And... If we would have had YouTube or cell phones, I, fuck. 
we would have remembered that shit and the world would be a different place. I'm still convinced of that today. <laughs> I think everybody should have to do acid once in their life. Under supervision, of course. Mushrooms. I bet he didn't even hear my comment when he said that. I bet he's left that mo comment before I said mine. Or at least, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I have no comment on mushrooms or acid. I, I don't know what that's like. I've never done them ever. Just I have. I would disagree that uh, everyone should do acid, maybe mushrooms, but even that, not everyone. Um, but yeah, I, I don't Mrs. know if we hey, really... Did you end, did you end up Only on people with a really strong mental makeup, because if you have an inclination for schizophrenia or something, it can throw you over the edge for sure. Yeah, if you're not in what, a good what? headspace, those are not fun things to do. Uh, but so, but talk Hogan, it definitely shows you the interconnected web of of the universe. I think how things work together. Like I had this epiphany that I am no better, no worse than a blade of grass or the ant crawling on that blade of grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but some people. I, uh, I mean, like, I feel like you don't necessarily need hallucinogens to reach those conclusions. Truly. The Buddha, or uh, the Dalai Lama shows us that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I listen, I, I like them. I, I enjoy doing them, uh, but I, I certainly can't can't recommend them for everybody because I've seen people having bad trips that pro and do dumb things that they probably, you know. Uh, I, would, <laughs> I would endorse it for people who would like to experiment with it. I, uh, you know, just, you know, microdose. Start with that. That's always a good start. Right. There you go. Um, but yeah. And uh, using, using him in a spiritual in, in with intention and in a spiritual way is way different than than taking them in a partying type uh, with that motivation, you know, intention. Well, God, is in the, God is in the mind, right? Yeah. Well, you know, there is something to um, it's not maybe not uh, mushrooms and not acid. When I hear what I what I when I always heard the word acid, I always thought like acid, like acid, like right, like uh -huh. battery acid, yeah, like acid. Right? Why are you consuming acid? Yeah, yeah it's like acid. Like that's a, just even like to me, it sounds like indigestion, burning. Like I just like I can't get past all that, so I just figure if I take it, not that it will do that. But it just, it gives me like, not good. But on the other side of it, um, I do think that there is something to um, um, people who, as I'll talk about, like not having inclination, like mental health, in, um, inclinations to mental health is important knowing that. Um, I, I come from a family of people who have mental health. It's interesting for me because I had anxiety for a really long time. I still do. Um but I will be honest in saying that, like, finally giving into my husband's uh, lifestyle of smoking marijuana, um, it actually really did help me to, um, it allowed me to think about things slower than the fact that how fast my thoughts or I won't say mind races, but um, I, I think a lot. I'm always thinking. It's always happening like, all the time. It's like, shut up, mind, be quiet. Um, but with smoking marijuana, what it has allowed me to do, it has allowed me to slow down a little bit. So there was times I couldn't tolerate listening to people who, like, I mean, I have called people. I have, if I, 
I'm not saying I dread this happening, but I'm almost looking forward to like having conversations with people who say, oh my gosh, like I remember, do you remember when you said this to me? <laughs> do you remember how you said that? <laughs> and, uh, because I was so passionate about like, this is wrong and uh, you know, you're, you're an idiot or, you know, whatever I would say to people because I just could not take it. Like, how could you just not know better? Like, why don't you know better? And I learned for myself that there was a lot of things that I didn't know better. And so what you all are talking about in terms of like being like self-reflective, sometimes, yes, a drug can do that, can do that for you. And for me, smoking marijuana has helped me to do that a little bit more. It has helped me to to become more spiritual. And I say more spiritual in the sense of like philosophical and thinking and being more critical, critical, uh, critical thinking and um, being open to listening to more people rather than listening to my own thoughts and, and my own, my own voice and thinking that mine is the most valuable one in the room. So like uh, marijuana for me, I know it sounds like that is, it didn't do all that. Of course I have conversations and I talk to people and I, watch things and I read things and I, I I let myself really process uh, my mind outside of my mind like as if it was someone else's uh, as if I was watching someone else's life and then internalizing it as as my own so you know I sometimes I feel like the solution is that more you know more I don't know more conservatives more um extremes but maybe not all the the full maybe not the crazy like the extreme people that like believe in like killing people, but um, to solve problems. But for people who are just like thinking about things in an extreme way, like ideas, like abortion, like, you know, just getting rid of abortion fully, it might help them to have a little bit of green in their lives, the micro dosing to just think about some shit, sit down, calm down, slow down um, and go on a journey. When I think you touched on something really important there, the, the the belief that your voice is the most important one in the room. And I think it's something that uh, is pervasive, particularly on stereo. And I also appreciate so much about this platform. And I've, I've had so many great conversations here, but um, I've also particularly recently in the wake of some of these, uh, these monumental Supreme court decisions and things like that, uh, have heard a lot of perspectives from people who behave as if their perspective is the only one that is correct or has value. And that this has been my struggle genuinely for the last couple of days or weeks. I'm not even sure um, that it's an unwillingness to sort of bend, to understand the nuance in a situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's been yeah. really frustrating. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think like you know when you when you go surfing through a uh, stereo and you just hear a, and you see like a panel full of men talking about women's reproductive rights. Uh, to me, that's a little bit off putting. And I don't want to say like you know men can't have an opinion. Of course, you can have an opinion, but like come on now right like it's not your body that it's not your reproductive rights that are that are at stake like if you're going to sit here and have a a a a, uh, a differing opinion you know at least have somebody on there that that can offer uh a defense of reproductive rights and too many times i've passed there's just like none of that it's just a bunch of people talking about you know 
again, like like you were saying, uh, looking glass, you know, thinking it, your voice is the most important one in the room when you should be listening to women when it comes to uh, women's reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, it's, it's interesting because the article did talk about like this idea of like extinction. So I think for some of these people, they feel like allowing for other people's ideas is going to make their ideas extinct, which is going to happen. Yeah. Um, at some point, because <laughs> if your idea is, is so narrow that it actually doesn't lend itself to be a benefit to everybody, eventually it is going to die out and you can fight, fight and fight and all you want. Right. But people are going to start recognizing that your, you know, person who believes that their idea uh, as harmful and as disrespectful and as whatever it is, all the negative terms you can use to describe it, eventually people will decide that, that that's not, they don't want to feel like whatever that is. Um, it, it'll get tiring. It'll, it'll get exhausting. It'll get to a point where um, it, it just won't, it just it won't, it won't, it won't breathe. It won't live anymore. And I'm looking forward to that. Like I'm so looking forward. I can't wait for that to happen where it just, the idea just dies because it just, it doesn't, it can't be sustained anymore. There's only but for so long that you can rely on somebody's fear, anger, rage before that is no longer like a, a, a sort, sort of like a curse. And um, this is why I was saying like earlier, like I think that when we hear people parroting propaganda, like we could listen to them what they're saying, but we don't even have to pay it any mind. And that will allow it to die because we're just not paying it any mind. And, and that those people who are stuck in that and feel like they're like really dogmatic and they're like purists and like there's no other, you know, idea other than my own. Um, th- those people have like a high level of ego that no, none of us can do anything about. And the only way for us to uh, maybe do something, well, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say we can't do anything about it. Um, it won't feel like we can do anything about it. But it's no different than like a Trump, right? Like if, if people just did not listen to him, if he had no audience, if no one came to show up, that would definitely end up killing whatever ideas. Now I say killing, I don't mean it being a, in a violent way or physical way. I'm just saying that the idea of, of or the, the, um, the uh, encouragement to keep speaking and parroting and saying these things over and over again to try to kind of grab people or, or more people in, it, it'll just go away. Um, and, and we have a choice to, to do, you know, to, to, to make that happen. Um, but then there's that weird thing of people's, you know, if you do that, then do you truly drown out, uh, people's voices is for, there's a real freedom of speech. And I think we have to be careful of that. I think that's also manipulative when people say things like, you know, um, you have to listen to people who say even like horrific things. Like they have a, they have, there's a room for them too. And it's like, okay, for a second. And then we all just keep on walking in the other way and leave them there to look at their shoes. And there we go. Um, I like it. So I'm looking at their shoes. Like unless that. I'm going to run these comments and then, uh, anybody else would like to say anything, um, please. And if you guys would like to continue this conversation, absolutely. Uh, feel free. Um, I'm probably going to hop off here cause it's almost four o'clock in the morning. So, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run these messages here. Here's uh, John. Hey Smitty, my account uh, got messed up. Just letting you know, it's me, John. So, what's up, John? All right, mine fault. 
I don't want to shift the conversation to tripping, but every single time that I've heard somebody have a bad trip, and you can't see my air quotes, it's because of their atmosphere. It's because of the fuckers they were around that they really didn't trust, or whatever the situation might be. Um, that's why I said chaperone. I guess chaperone was a bad terminology. Uh, let's say shaman. Because I believe that when you come out of that, if you don't have a bad trip, you're going to be like, dude, the world, like, until I was 35, I knew everything. And not everything, but you knew how the world works, right? And then you wake up one day and you're like, fuck, that's not true at all. What else isn't true? And you, uh, man, I, the, the rabbit hole's deep as fuck today. Benny Boo. Yeah, I had uh, acid the other day. Ugh. I got a takeout from uh, Chipotle. Oh, no. Oof. That wasn't fun. I don't know why anybody talks about acid. God. Not a good time. Probably not combined with Chipotle. Uh, mine, Fox. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Um, I wanted to chime in on your use of cannabis. Um, marijuana is not real. It's like calling poop shit. It's a slang term. Anyways, that aside, I've been self-medicating for eh, 35-ish years. I'm not going any higher than that, y'all. You know I'm old. But I'm just saying... I stopped using cannabis so much, and pharmaceuticals were given to me, and I took myself off of pharmaceuticals and re-upped my cannabis game, and I have a clearer mind, and I don't hate as many people. I don't hate my life. I, I, I It changed my world, and cannabis is not <coughs> the, what do they call it, the gateway drug? It is not the gateway drug. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm glad we've moved past that notion of pot as being a stepping stone to, you know, quote unquote, like harder drugs and things like that. Yes. Graduation. Absolutely. Yeah, if any, if anything, alcohol is the gateway drug, right? I would yeah. agree with that. Say that you got in the back for the people in the back. When the people who make yep. it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, mine, Fox. The best thing that we could do is practice being curious instead in place of judgmentalness. Be curious, not judgmental. Um, the differences, I, it, there's a bunch of different terms that I still say to myself. It's not my circus, not my monkeys. Back away. <laughs> I mean, but there's uh, and don't make their problems your problems. There's a bunch of terms for it. Um, but everybody, it, as soon as you see everybody as a reflection of yourself, like everybody that I'm talking to right now, everybody that can hear us, they're all us. They're all me. They're all you. We're all the same person. That's deep as fuck. We just that's, look a, different. that's another show topic right there. <laughs> and we all come together, come together right now over me.
Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That was not the end um, Like I said, I I'm I'm not saying that this this can't continue. I do not want to be that person. I this is an open platform. Obviously, I don't care. Uh, you know, I always trust uh, any you know anybody up here. I'd trust to take the reins of this if somebody wants to continue this conversation. If not, uh, we can sign off. That's up to you guys. I will leave that up to you folks. I'm gonna just say we're not doing the music suggestion portion. I you you can I I certainly you guys can do that. I just I'm exhausted. Uh, it is now four o'clock, so I gotta I gotta hop. I got it. I've dozed off on you like twelve times already. Yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, much love, everybody. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you very much for having me up. Yes. And um, I admire all you people. And um, if we can just, if more people can have calm conversations like this, even if you disagree with somebody, just be respectful, right? Do unto others. Yeah. Let's all at least be that religious where we can treat people with kindness, loving kindness. Right. Yeah. Down for that. Yeah, yes. take the good stuff, leave the bad stuff. Just like a buffet. I prefer that kind of uh religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm not religious at all, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm nor am I, but Anyway, uh, guys, thank you for listening in. Uh, I don't know what's happening after this, but I will be signing off. I think it seems like other people will be signing off as well. Yeah, Uh, I will also sign off. Yeah. Thank you so much for letting me come up for the tail end of this. I wish I could have been here earlier, but I appreciate it. You're you're awesome. The Looking Glass, you are awesome. Uh, Sebastian, you are awesome. Another thing. And another thing with Dave, you're awesome as well. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. And uh, I respect all of you greatly and thank you guys for, you know, taking the time out of your schedules to uh, hang out with uh, me. Thank you all for having me. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Great night. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please do share with friends and on social media. Until next time, keep on digging for the truth.